Have a Christmas cigar on the old Papa Doc. Don't you worry. A little slice of fruitcake. <laughs> fruitcake. Take that fruitcake and throw it through some fat bitch's window. Don't ever send me fruitcake. I can't stand that shit. But I'll take a, you know, piece of pumpkin pie, little vegan whip, little coconut whipped cream. You know what's cool is these, uh, how about this? You remember, guys, you ever? It almost sounds like the beginning of Age of Aquarius, but it's not. <laughs> Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah, baby. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Oh, yeah. Yuletide carols. How about this? Being sung by a... As you drive down. Eh, with the Marlboro. Eh. Street signs in your eyes telling you your soul is shattered As the broken curb heartthrobs face the cowboys that never were in the midnight sun And you're listening to Alan Watts spill his gymlet, gimlet, gymnasium style philosophy Welcome to New York Christmas Because all the bums have meth That was nice. That was great. <laughs> it's all the bones. Man. Because all the bones. Dude, I, I've been getting... Yeah, hey, I got one. Go ahead. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Your brother faced with hard luck. Faced, 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 faced with hard luck. Pips and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pips and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Your brother faced with hard luck. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned in to the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming at you today from the Pico Family Center in the city of Santa Monica. Sitting across from me, my co-host and my partner, is Chumahan Bone, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian. I remember how it all began. I used to sing dirty raps to my east side fans. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you couldn't stop this rap. No, no MC could yeah. rock like that. Now uh, uh. came the bass, got deeper. He gave up the mic and brought you a beeper. Do you want to rap or sell coke? Brothers like you ain't never broke. People want to Yeah. And like we, we got to turn that volume down a little. And on Don't sound. That's right. Don't give me no bammer weed. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional, engineer for the Hard Luck Show. Yeah. Not that bammer shit. Damn that bammer ain't no good. You might as well smoke some rolled up wood. And showrunner extraordinaire Schwartz. Schwartz. Good morning, boys. I like Schwartz? that. Yes, Schwartz. I mean, who is that? That's Schwartz. it. D. Was that you? That was your. Yeah, that was your intro. Yeah, that was my intro. Just, okay. Morning, boys. Morning. I like that. What is that? That's uh, Kanye, Kanye West. West. With Kid Cudi, it's pretty. It's sick. Uh, I saw the look on the track. Face. I know the track. I like. Right. As soon as you said Kanye West, Steve uh, was like, no, I, uh, same way. But yeah. you know, Raekwon at the end too. Yeah. It's a good track. Right. Kanye can eat a dick. He has 100%. eaten a dick. What yeah, do you mean? 100%. The guy is eating, him and the Kardashians. Right. Fluffed up, boiled dick. Well, That's what are, he's eating. They're separated now. I mean, but he made sure to. Uh, 
you know, mentioned that there's no paperwork on it and they're not actually divorced. It's still his wife. You're all up on that Kardashian drama? No, up. I'm up on the, what the, uh, fuck, the yay for the artist formerly yeah, known ahead. as Kanye West. I don't know. He's all up. Well, I don't know. Shorts a, is, I don't know. You got a lot of time on your hands, Shorts. So you up on that Kardashian? Nah, bro. Don't bullshit me, nah, bro. Nah, what are you dude, on I'm a telling you, man. fucking Housewives of Atlanta or whatever the fuck nah, that shit is? I'm an OG Housewives of OC yeah, watcher, see, but man, that's like, I mean. Come on, bro. I come keep on, it, bro. Bro, keep it OG. Like, I don't even watch it anymore. I keep it OG. Yeah. That's water. When you refer to the o- House of the Housewives of the OC and then you in the same breath say keep say it OG, OG you're yeah. watering down OG. True that. All right, bro. Come on. True that, but it is part of the, I mean. What? Part of the fold of. Uh, of what? America, the last. In popular culture, that ain't no America. 10, I know years. that ain't no America. I know well, you can choose to ignore it, but unfortunately, that's, that ain't no that's America. That sound like fucking Russian, fucking Giuliani, <laughs> fucking big titty bullshit to me. That's what True it sounds like. Well, Sean, you a fan of that Housewives of the? No, I don't watch it. Have you ever watched it? I've seen episodes. Housewives of what? Right. Atlanta? Yeah, but Atlanta? it's not. Sh- it's not something I tuned into. Right. Uh, He's right. Just, Schwartz is over there watching Amorosa or whatever the fuck it is. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. In the OC, and the only reason actually that I watched it is because it was filmed, it was based in Coto de Casa down in Costa Mesa. Yeah. And my uncle was like one of the first houses that when they opened that up. That's ago. the only got, reason. You know what I mean? This that's guy, why always I watched it initially. Oh, he's, why, oh, he right. does. Everything. Everything you talk Rich. about. You mentioned right? Langers. Oh, you know my Hey, own. man. Wow, Shorts you know, does. My second grade uncle, you know, he yeah. was the one that I got deep he was roots, a waiter bro. there. Yeah, he got, he got deep roots. He's got deep man. LA roots. You talk to him, you're like, "Hey, did you ever see the mm. French Connection?" He's like, "Oh yeah, French Connection." My uh, cousin Mickey, he was one of the guys that actually wrapped the cocaine for the guys uh. in the French Connection. Blah 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 blah. Mm. Um, all right, Schwartz. Uh, everybody, and I think Big Steve, you might have some things to think about what happened in Houston recently. Um, yeah, man. Astro Word ain't yeah. dead at the music festival. It's disgusting. That's that makes me sick. That's that's real senseless shit. Right. At least eight people are dead after a crowd surge during the sold out Astro World Music Festival in Houston on Friday. The city's fire chief said twenty three people were transported to the hospital after the crush. Eleven who were taken to ambulance were in cardiac arrest. Man, if you're going to a let me, let me, let me, go if, ahead. If you were to click right now and go to YouTube and click Travis Scott Astro World, the second video that comes up, they're not talking about the deaths. It's from Friday in the morning, the news clip. And it says fans were getting run over as they opened up the gates for Astro World. It's no it's no coincidence that they're packed tonight. That was what was said right before all the deaths happened. Yep. So they were already having people getting ran over when they opened up in the morning. I guess I just don't understand. Like, we've had plenty of big festivals and stuff. Huge fucking. I mean, you see these concerts and it's like stadiums and no one's getting crushed. What made it happen here? Well, maybe the the way that it was actually set up, the crowd, right. the section right. of the crowd, which, I mean, you're the attorney, but, you know, if it's shown to be like, that the cause or something that contributed to the deaths and injuries were the way were certain decisions that were made about how the setup was and yeah. access or inaccessible. Could that come back on probably not Travis Scott, but maybe the people who the were actually involved? Well, who, who, so I don't know about the individual artists mm-hmm. unless the individual artist asked for or required some setup in order to make his show seem bigger or something like that. Right. right from a, a video or a picture standpoint. Sure. But yeah, the people who set up the crowd traffic, uh-huh. you know, you got to understand in these scenarios, like for these giant concerts, I mean, we've been having huge concerts for decades now. Right. And Disneyland, for the most part, led the way in crowd manipulation, how to move people, huge amounts of people mm-hmm. in a direction without them knowing. That you're actually controlling how they flow, right? And you even have, um, you know, if you go to Costco now and you see, when you come out of Costco, there's these like, kind of like fat, like concrete fucking posts that are right before the the sidewalk. Those are there because uh, people who were parking were accidentally hitting people who were coming out of the Costco Jesus. with their carts. 
And it was a thing that Costco was aware of and had seen at multiple locations. And so they got sued and they lost because they had knowledge that this was going on. Because it was just dangerous to have that many people coming in and out of Costco where the cars are also driving by and parking. And some fucking idiot fucks are probably trying to get the closest space. I don't know if you're related to anybody like that. But my family's so (laughs) fucking lazy that they would drive around for three hours to find a parking space that's close to the door. Hmm. When I'm like, dude, if you just parked on the thing, we would already be inside by now. Who gives a shit? It's five feet. Anyway, so they put those posts up. So to the concert where Travis Scott's at, yeah, for sure. They they'll take a look. And believe me, there's some big city lawyers rubbing their hands together. Eight deaths. Eight deaths. Now what is And could be many more because they took twenty three of them like in serious condition. Yeah, but think about how fucked up it would be that you're like, you know, your kid, your teenage kid's like, I'm going to the concert, Astro World, baby. And you're like, your parent, you know, okay, is is whose dad's gonna be there? Bob, and then your your kid's dead from a concert. Think about that. I would fucking be so pissed, bro. I'd probably have to live in the desert with fucking to change my name to nothing and just whatever. Sean, what's a Travis Scott track uh, to give us a sense of what the fuck kind of music people are dying over? I want to hear this shit. This better be good. This better be like Bob Marley level fucking good. I, I have, can I play a video that I, go after this. What? I have a video no, no, no. from. That was rhetorical, what? Not meant for you to actually answer. It's just because you mumble, you go, I don't care, and you step all over his thing. Go. Let's go. Seven thirty in the night. I get those goosebumps every time you you come around, yeah. You ease my mind, you make everything feel fine. Worry about those comments. I'm waiting. Whack. Yeah. This shit is straight fucking down, trash, yeah. man. man. Your kids dying over that? Yeah. I need the Bro, yeah. you have to see that. I was Dude, his company Cactus Jack does collaborations with Nike and has done dunks and different shoes. Jordans, they're the most expensive collabs available, except for the Dior ones that Nike's done. Like the resale value on them, and when they come out, they instantly um, like triple in price. Hey, this is garbage. Man. Steve, let me ask you a question. How do you. What. Schwartz, how is that? We're talking about these deaths. We're talking about Travis Scott. We're talking right. about how lame the fucking music is. Right. Yeah. Why did you want to bring up the shoe part? I'm not saying it's necessarily bad, but I'm trying to understand how your mind works. Well, no, no, no. You're talking about the music, and you're saying that it's it's trash, and people are getting... So they're doing more than that, just not just over the music. There's the shoes. I mean, the guy is a large player in that world of music Absolutely and pop culture. he is. That's Absolutely why I added he's that. Doing, he's doing incredible numbers, but still garbage. Yeah. Cactus Jack. Just like Supreme shit is trash. I'm just and if you really start looking at the people that are buying Cactus Jack, right. going to these concerts and standing in line to get Supreme tennis shoes, yeah. it's the same motherfuckers. Yep. Which is what? What kind of motherfucker? That, that's the type of motherfucker that reads Google and thinks they know something about something. Oh, man. It's just some like, I, I'm not going to, it's there's a certain type of person. They're sheep. It's the followers, man. Superficial. Super, but they're followers, bro. Right. They don't have a fucking independent fucking hair or idea in their head. They're going to buy what the masses are buying. They want to fit in. I hate that. You know? That's 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 what's going on with that, brother. I, I can hate tell you. that. I fucking hate that. That's the same kind of Weak. mother Yeah. That's fast food bullshit. Fast food bullshit. Uh, uh, anyway, uh so I just I feel hey, my our prayers go out to the families of uh, all the victims of this tragic situation with the Travis Scott thing and at 2020, 2021, I think we should be able to control crowds, especially kids going to a concert. Yeah, I'd like <clears throat> I'd like to play this video of a guy who was actually in the mix at the concert, his description of what he was seeing. Mm. All right. 
Sean, can you please weigh in on this? Where are we at? Just by me alone, it was probably like 10 fucking people laid out dead. I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. All right. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what is, so that is some guy before the killing? No. No, After. You didn't get that? I mean, no, I didn't. That guy was there when it was all going down. He's describing all sorts of people dead on the floor. what What it sounded like he was saying was that people passed out and they still had a concert they were passing out yeah. and people were trampling over them and then they turned out they were dead you know actually. what you know what i want to say this i think i've been to multiple concerts in, in like big ones and i think i have seen people passed out and i think people did just walk over them like i've been yeah. at concerts and you don't no one's trying to there's people getting passed over there's somebody right. that jumps off the fucking stage and hits their head and people are like whatever and it's kind of like the job of bouncers or something to figure it out nobody figures out and then, what? Didn't the Rolling Stones have a concert where the Hell's Angels actually yeah, dude, killed some bro, people? Yeah. Right, bro. They were right. hopped in. They were. They fighting. were. They, they, dude, the Rolling Stones paid and hired right the Hell's Angels right to be security right right. And it went south right. And they bro. beat some motherfucker to death. Did anyone die at Woodstock? No, no, not one no. person. There were the the, the deaths. I think somebody. I think somebody got. Crushed at a fucking um, Beatles concert. Yeah, I think there was either a Beatles or was where people got crushed because they got ran over, and it was like big news. Right, and then everything started being worked out so that that wouldn't happen. But then at a Prince a Prince concert, right, some people got killed at a Prince concert in the eighties. Right, and you know what? I've been to some of these. Con- I've been to like at least three or four Prince concerts, and I've been to some other concerts. And what's weird is. When so they have that crowd that's like right in front of the banisters or the barrister, whatever that barricades, and like oh. when you're young, you always are like, I'm gonna be right up there, and you fight your way up there. Then once you get up there, and the you're bar- being pushed against the you're bar- being yeah. crushed, your ribs yeah. are like splitting, but it's like all part of it or whatever. I don't know. So what were you gonna say, Sean? I was gonna say two people died at Woodstock. One of a Drug overdose, yeah, and then and the other person. Sorry, I don't mean. Why to are laugh. you laughing? You cold Christ, bro. motherfucker, bro. Uh, uh, no. Fucking hell! I'm sorry. Wow, no, the other I'm one OD on cum. <laughs> one person was sleeping in a sleeping bag on the ground. That's <laughs> suffocating. And a tractor. <laughs> Oh, shit. oh dude! <laughs> dude, I never. He's flatlined like reaction to everything except talking about fucking a drug overdose at Woodstock, <laughs> and then somebody oh, getting rolled over by a tractor. Then he's oh, all fucking shit. laughs and it's shit. It's true. You played that video, and the guy was like, "I think somebody got chumbled on. I think people are gonna die." And Sean's like, "I don't know what's dude, going on." Then I don't like, even think he blinked. No, you put somebody in a sleeping bag, and run them over with a tractor, and it's like a fucking fiesta over there. There's a lot going. And on it's there, funny bro. though. Yeah, you can't. How do you get run? Tractors are loud. Loud. Right. Like you don't get run over by a tractor unless you're passing. <laughs> Why is a tractor dead. rolling around at Woodstock? <laughs> the fuck right. Well, because that hey, the event ain't over. Yeah. What are you doing over here? <laughs> hey, I gotta fucking reap this corn come yeah. hell or high water, pal. I think it might yeah. have been two drug overdoses. The guy was fucking knocked oh, he, out. Yeah, dude was knocked out. Well, Woodstock was kind of like that was like just in a, a farmer's field, though. Right. That wasn't yeah. like a legitimate thing. It was supposed to be kind of like a small no, concert. No, nobody got Mr. fucking Yazger's ran over and killed. And it rained like half the time, right? Yep. There was just like huge mud puddles and people and stripping, disgusting hippies stripping and fornicating in mud puddles. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Which is wild that when they did it in 94, it also rained and it was a bunch of mud and all types of crazy shit. Too. How many people die at Burning Man? I mean, uh, how many people die at Burning Man? You don't really don't hear about that. And no. that's just weird fucks out in the desert with oh, tons man. of money and tons of drugs. You don't hear anything. One of my cousins is like is gone like 14 years in a row. Yeah, what is that about, bro? I don't know, man. I've never understood Does he dress it, but... up like the Reaper or what? Probably, man. I mean, he spins fire, too. He's kind of a trip. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spits fire. Spins fire, Spins fire. like 
twirls friggin' like fireballs. He's for sure getting dressed up and doing all that. Yeah. What? But he's been going literally like he's gone for, I never understood it, and he's never done any drug in his life. Is he in the circus? Nope. Well, how? What Just the, into it, man. What I kind of person spins fire? I, to be honest with you, I don't really know, like, you know, we were close as kids, but I don't really know him. Yeah. You know that well, we're, so I don't. To be honest it. with you, I haven't seen the guy. <laughs> no, we were I don't close when we were bro. little, dude. I don't get it. <laughs> they, I've I, just gotten pictures. I don't really know the guys. They just tell me man, about him. They I, tell me he's my cousin. Right, I don't doubt right, it, right. but I've never actually seen proof. Man, yeah. Was he at Astro World by any chance? <laughs> yeah. Was he spinning Performing? fire with Travis Scott? Oh. Yeah. Steve, so um, what do you know? What do you want to give us any updates on Burner? Um, her procedures went well this past week. Um, and he's uh, supposedly he's doing well, and that's the word directly from people that know. Doctors say that it went well, so he's recovering, and hopefully, over the next week or two, we're gonna be slowly getting back to business with him. But uh, shouts out, prayers out to uh, Burner. Is there any recovery? Is there? Did you see, or is there any plan or idea about what they're going to do to combat cancer, or what some strategies are going to be? Like, is there any changes? You know, like you. In fact, someone close to you, not burner, but someone close to you had a bout with cancer, and they did juicing, and it like eradicated it. it was my mother-in-law, Jessica's mom, did the Gershon juicing thing, and and she rid herself of cancer twice. Twice. But wow. it came back, you know, at her last, and she just she was like, "I don't, I'm not going to do, I don't want to do this." What I'm is too tired you, to do all that? This time. What is your thought about where cancer comes from? To, I think that. What do I think cancer comes from? Yeah, I think it comes from two things. I think it comes from the stuff that we put inside of us. Yeah, like that causes it, and then I think that our thoughts and the way we think and live, yeah, creates cancer. Like part of the sickness that we create ourselves inside of us, right? One of them is cancer, right? That's why it comes in different forms in different places. I don't think it's all just like oh tobacco and you're eating fucking NutraSweet or whatever. I think that plays a part, but I think part of it is our mental condition, right? But I mean, I think about this with you and me because I mean we're long term tobacco heads. Like I've been a tobacco head forever. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I think about cancer, right? I think about it. I go like, fuck, man, do I have cancer brewing in me and blah, 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 blah. Then other times I go, I think like, you know what? Probably not. I don't think so. But what about you? Do you, when you smoke? I do. I do. I do lately. Do you? I do lately. And, and I've started to slow down on the cigarettes a lot, dude. And I, and I need to go get some things checked out. And I think sometimes my head kind of gets into a place where I start thinking maybe. That they're like, I think down those roads. And then I think there's a bigger part of me that like goes to like my gene pool. Right. Yeah. All right. So there's been some heart attacks later on, primarily. We don't have a lot of cancer in my family. As a matter of fact, there's no cancer really in my family. Right. People aren't dying. So I kind of go off then. I'm like, what am I all of a sudden going to eat cancer? <laughs> right. <laughs> my family is not. Hey, yeah, sure. There's people that get cancer from smoking. It says it quits, could get causes cancer right but my dad didn't really show up in my family so i'm hoping but i'm stepping back further and further away from it and um from smoking from smoking what's your strategy because we we talk about it we go through these cycles we talk about it. what's your strategy right now well i've never had a day where i smoked fucking four or five cigarettes until yesterday but the night That's before awesome. it started i just started smoking i was like why do I why do I eat the way I do and why do I work out? Why am I doing that and smoking? Like none of it makes sense, man. And just just started I as right after I got that thought, I took a hit of a cigarette and didn't taste the same. Where are you where are you at when you're doing this? Are you like outside of the porch? No, I'm in my bed laying there thinking. You're laying in bed thinking. Right. Oh, it's a dangerous place for me to be, bro. <laughs> yeah. I hate it at night when I sit there on my and I'm thinking. That's every night. Oh, bro. So I was thinking about what's going on, this, that, or whatever. <laughs> so uh, I'm definitely laying off of it because I feel like you can't fucking you can't push the fucking thing too hard. I mean, like, right. Maybe hopefully I can pull off away, um, but my lungs probably have some fucking amount of shit that's gone wrong to him or right you know 
Um, but listen, dude, I chose to smoke and uh, I'm trying to back up off it a little bit. And uh, cancer's horrible, man. Yeah, but like the rest of us, all of us who kind of know you, I mean, I love, I, I've, I love, I love smoking. And when I see you smoke, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, it is a health issue, but at the same time, I'm like, man, this motherfucker's been here for this long. It might kill him to stop smoking. Right. You hear those yeah, you stories. Hear, yeah. yeah, right. You hear those stories, bro. And then he I, jumped right on that. That'll be <laughs> no, I know. That's what's fucked up there. I ain't gotta stop this argument. Yeah. No, it's a thought, man. But what's interesting is now I'm sitting there thinking about the contemplative big lux. I'm like, fuck, man. Even big lux, no matter how strong you are, no matter what you survived, you're still gonna lay in bed at night when the lights are out and start thinking. And I'm like, so is Big Lux, like, does he lay on his back and stare up and then you're thinking? Or are you on your side? No, I'm How on do you... my back thinking. On your back with your head on the pillow. Right. Okay. And the thinking is thinking it's when you start crossing over 50 years old, you yeah. start thinking a lot at nighttime. Oh, dude, I'm not. Might be your last thought. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I remember my dad one time told me like this. He was, he was, he was maybe about a year before he passed. Yeah. He looks at me and goes, He goes, when you start going to sleep and not knowing if you're going to wake up the next day, that's a hell of a way to live. That's when I didn't think about that. I was like, damn. <laughs> when he hit me, it was like news to me. Right. I like, I contemplated that for a moment. I think you might. How old were you when that happened? My dad told me that like fucking, I don't know, six, seven years ago or something. All right. And I was just like, wow. I get, I get, yeah. You were like, thanks, man. I didn't worry about that then. Yeah, now yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. start worrying about it. But they start telling you, you heard that getting old is not for the, the faint of fa- heart. Faint of heart, right? Yep. I don't know, bro. Like, you, 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 you got, when you've got less time in front of you than you do behind you, yeah. you start to think more about <laughs> your life. And so, nighttime is when it kicks in. And I start thinking, oh, uh, bro, at night? First, I don't even want to talk about me. Oh, blue. But eyes. you have a way where you bypass all that. I could, yeah. Six <laughs> out of seven times. But there's one time where I've done it all and I can't bypass it. Now I'm stuck in the bizarro zone, in that prison. You know, like from Superman 3. What caught you in the zone if you're able to just cruise right oh, by it all the time? Bro. <laughs> it was bro. like, oh, I only had 11 yeah. fucking of the fucking pouches. No, there no. wasn't 12. and it, took- it could just as simply be I timed it all wrong. 30 right. seconds off, and I'm I, now I'm off and running. And when my mind runs, whoa. How long are we talking? I don't know, bro. Oh, you mean late at night thing? Yeah, like Shh. if you get caught in one of those things. Like, we talking hours? or What does or... time mean at that zone? Right. There's, time has yeah. no meaning. I'll be sitting there. I swear to God, bro. It could be anything from I got a big hearing the next day, uh-huh. right? Now my mind is running through the checklist. Did I do this? Did I do that? What if he says that? I'm going to say this. What if they do that? I'm going to do this. I'm gonna, right, and I'm sitting there. Then there's this other part of my mind's like, hey, motherfucker, you better be going to fucking sleep because you need your rest to be your best. Then I'm like, fuck. Then I start stressing about that. And the thing is, is I it, trying to find the cold part of the motherfucking pillow. I'm fucking hot on one side. I got one leg out of the fucking covers. Then it gets cold. I put it back in. It's a whole fucking thing. Meanwhile, the baby's there, and I'm trying not to wake up the baby. The wife is there. They're snoring. And I'm sitting there, like, stressing, bro, and it feels like eons have gone by. Like, whole civilizations have evolved and dis- decimated in my mind. And then I get up and look. It's only been 20 minutes. But it felt like... Eight hours. Then I try to go back to sleep. Then I pee. Then there's a little bit of extra pee left. I got to get back up and get rid of that. Then I come back down. Then I lay down. Then I didn't have any pee, but now I'm laying on my stomach. I can feel something in my bladder. Get back up and go to pee. And I'm thinking about all that shit. And I'm thinking about everything, homie. I'm thinking about my dad. I'm thinking about the show. I'm thinking about Big Steve. I'm thinking about Schwartz. I'm thinking about old Blue Eyes. Every Once in a while, I hear fucking Lepke go, tobacco. And then I'm fucking sitting there. and I mean, bro. And then the ch- the fucking Chinese fucking lullaby songs that my daughter listens to comes into my hand. I don't know what they're saying, but it's like just going. And bro, that sounds like every night. Wow, oh, like bro, it. it's a hell. It's a hell. This is the part about being human that people don't understand. Like they, everybody goes through this shit. I think, but we think like like animals. I don't feel like are going through that. You know what I mean? Like a fucking dog. Probably not. Is not going through that. Sean, 
Tell us about your sleepless night, sucker. It's the same thing, bro. It's the same thing. I hear weird fucking music, like like parts of a commercial that I heard or something. You know what I mean? Like weird shit. Yeah. Just echoing in my head. And right. Like, I swear it's like actually playing somewhere. Right. Like there's a speaker, but it's actually not. And then same thing. I uh, ruminate on, ah, oh, I should have did it. Oh, what am I going to do? Planning shit out. Oh, no, no. Did I really throw my kid into a fucking ceiling fan? And then oh. on top of that, yeah, I got, because my kid sleeps with us too. And yeah. It's like, he's like fucking inching closer and then he's like on, and he's got like a leg on you or then he starts sleeping sideways and his like feet are in your face. <laughs> It's just crazy, bro. Right. It's crazy. And, and it's like, yeah, man. So like, I, and then I think about cancer and I think about death and I think about what if I died? Then I go, you know what? I'll tell you something. What if you died? Yeah. Like I think about that. I go, you're going to die. I mean, when, oh. when, what, whatever. I don't know. What if I, you're right. right. I am going to die. I should die. <laughs> well, it's hmm. true. I am going to die. But you know what I do think is I go, you know what? I'm so annoyed by this world. So much shit frustrates me that it's my punishment that I'm going to live a long life and I'm going to have my marbles because God is going to punish me by f- f- forcing me to deal with people who will die at a Travis Scott concert and all this other bullshit that drives me nuts. It will not be an easy thing. I'll survive everybody and I'll have to bear a lot of pain. That's what I think. That's my honest to God feeling. Well, <clears throat> now, go ahead. Yeah, I got a question for you. I mean, we could. I mean, I don't know how much of an answer, what kind of answer I'm gonna get from you. Oh, <laughs> right on. But I'm gonna ask it. Right on. Have you really? And you might not be at the age yet, too. Preach. But have you really started to contemplate death? And where are you at with death? Schwartz, you answer that question right now. Like, really, man? Yeah. Be honest. Don't on I, bullshit. Like somebody, be honest on. Yeah. I am. Um, concerned a little bit with what happens um when you die Mm -hmm. i have watched close family members of mine um go through a lot of tough shit in their older age um and so over the last several years i've kind of been not so concerned with living to a ripe old age hold on Mm. steve and I want your real shit, bro. I don't want fucking, I want the real shit. You just heard that. Did that sound like, to you, does it sound like he's really actually contemplating his own death? That answer? No, it sounded like he's coming to terms with that. He might not live to be an old, old man, maybe. Right. That was, okay. Sean, your answer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No, I don't really think about it. Right. Right. And I honestly, I don't really think about it either. Mm. That's the truth. The truth is, is that intellectually, I know, like you said, right. like you're going to end it. But mm-hmm. just in my own slip, when I was like, I think about what if I die? And you were like, motherfucker, you are going to die. Mm. You can tell just by my language that I'm still. You don't think about it's it. It's theoretical. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So maybe. The three of us aren't necessarily in the same place hey, you're we're, at. We're definitely not. We're definitely not. That's interesting. That's Because up until my late 40s, I basically did whatever I wanted. Right. Physically. Right. Physically. Lift right. anything, punch anybody. Oh, I saw, those, I saw yeah. those chicks. And... <laughs> Through as I've crossed through my fifties, there's things that I stand back or that I have to stand back from. Right. That I'm not gonna jump into. That I just know I can't do that. And and that's it's wisdom. Well, it's also wisdom, but it's also recognizing right that you are. You know, when that starts to come into play, then you it starts causing you to to think some things. Especially, I've got some injuries yeah. right now that are really fucking with me. Yeah. So it's making me feel. 
I'm losing, letting go of this, or I'm losing, you know. So, but as far as terms of dying, um, the reality it's I tell you what's what's concerning is I believe that I'm reincarnated into another life after this. Really? Right. I believe that I'm I believe I've lived hundreds of lives already. Did you ever do any re, re, like uh astral rejection or whatever the fuck they call that? You, no. Okay. But I believe I've been a saint, I've killed, I've raped, I've really pillaged, I've done all these things. Where does that come different from? Lives. Where does that come yeah, from? Seriously. Because that's because I, because my soul's been in bodies for a long time. Yeah, but friends. how do you come to feel that that's true? Um I always kind of felt that and then I read a book that opened it up and started speaking to me and I was like that's I just knew it was the, my truth. Did you ever have memories of a life? Yes. Get yes, the fuck bro. out. Dude, bro. I've had memories. I have constant memories of the Yucatan, of like jungles by the ocean. Get the Yeah. There's there's all sorts of thoughts I go through and I go back and there's jungles and ocean. And when I saw that movie Apocalypto, I was seeing stuff that I'd seen in my dreams from when I was little. What? Wow. Jesus, but where ocean and jungle, it's all the like Yucatan Peninsula. Right, somewhere I was over there at some point in time in my life. Wow. But anyways, I, I back to what I was saying is, I think that my concern is that I'm going to be reincarnated and I'm not going to remember this life. Right, and right. When you're a kid, you don't know what's coming, or you just like, so I'm going to go through this again. Um, coming to the realizations of life, I yeah, but no more. Yeah, but you won't know it. It'll you won't the- know it. That's what I'm saying. So it's like you're gonna go through all. I mean, who knows? In my next, in my next uh, one, I may be beheaded. In but, my next one, I might burn to death. Maybe I burned to death in my last one. Like it's like I'm gonna deal with, and I believe that that's what our lives are. We keep on, keep on experience, but that's why we keep on playing the game because we love it. You know, you keep on playing it. It's the game of life. So, but I'm, and I'll end it with this. I'm not concerned about passing. I think that passing is really a rebirth. I think I'm going to get to find out a lot of things in the passing. Like, all oh, everything's going to be answered. I want to answer that. And I think that you move on to a, a new, um, uh, you know, Body. a new form. You take on a new, and I'm excited about that. I never believe or subscribe that this is all there is to it, man. I think this is a piece of a way bigger puzzle, and I want to, like, explore. You know, when we go for the next one, all right, let's, let's do the next one. But I just don't want to, I just don't want to, like, I don't want to be struggling for fucking two minutes on the floor trying to breathe and then die. I don't want that type of a death. Oh hell no! You know what I'm saying? You know what I, I think? Of, like, like that's that, the only kind of. I, you know? I don't want to get crushed at a concert. No, the yeah, thing of that's it is quick it, by a tractor. No, but oh, by well, tractors quick. Or, or maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it ain't. Maybe it ain't. Yeah. Maybe you got like one bone fragment puncturing your uh, lung. Yeah, maybe it doesn't run over a, your head. It runs over your fucking legs. Minute, you just say, "Oh, dude." All right, right. When I think about like quick deaths and all that other kind of stuff, my mind is creative enough to think about, yeah, but you'll be the one. Where like you did hit the ground, mm-hmm. and all you had was a bunch of shards of your own ribs in your throat. Nah, and as you right, try right, to struggle right. for breath, you could taste your own blood, and right, no one's right, there for right, ten right. minutes. The most, all right? Jesus Christ! Yeah, that, yeah, that's a rough one, man. Uh, dude, my listen. So, I'm not even going to get into it because my mind thinks of multiple possibilities of including. The reincarnation, including all these other things to think about. These are all like good scenarios. But for every good scenario, there's an equally, maybe multiple, unheard of, unspeakable scenarios that, that you couldn't even. No, unfathom. Right. Right. Okay. So what do you think, Schwartz, happens when you die? Go. Um, I think you just. The lights go out. Okay. Oh, blue eyes. What do you think? Come on, man. And yeah. what? And what though? The lights go out. Mm-hmm. And what? I 
I don't know, man. It's really... You think it might just end right there and that's it? I think it's a possibility. I've always been fascinated about what does happen when you die since the time I was a little kid. But Me too. Unfortunately, you know, you only find out when, when you, go. you die and you can't communicate that. I've had my... I've had a family member say and I've heard stories of people like right before they die talking to dead family members like that they're here or they're in the room or they're coming or wait whatever. a minute so, I gotta interrupt you guys yeah. real quick I mean yeah. I've said this before on the shows already. <laughs> I've said this before on the shows already Go ahead. I've talked about experience that I had bro uh-huh. I had an outer body experience bro when I was 21 years old at my friend's house and I'm telling you guys right now, I fucking saw the end. I saw it, bro. I was there. I'm telling you guys, I was uh, I believe fucking you, there. Man. And I'm telling you, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go on, not going to drag something, but I'm going to tell you right now, when you see what's on the other side, you're going to go, fuck. You're going to go, fuck. Like a good thing or a bad like thing? Like a good thing. Oh, oh okay. You're going to go, and my, I'm getting the chills right now. You're going to go, fuck. I believed, I believed everything. That's what you're going to, you're going to, I believed everything. I was fucking, everything is already taken care of. It's beyond taken care of, dude. Like everything's perfect. This is temporal. And when you come out of this, you're going to be like, you're going to be like, God damn, I thought that was real. You're going to be like, God damn it. But you're going to be happy. I was there, bro. And it's all, all, all good forever. Well, that's this is a that's little crazy. thing. And I'm telling you, man, and I believe that in my heart, man. That's hey, why I'm hey, not afraid hey, to go another you side. You know what? Right. Fuck it. I'm giving away all my possessions and leaving my family. I'm just going to be a fucking nomad now. It's all taken care of. Doesn't fucking it's all taken Let's care go. of. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like that. No, you know what? I'll tell you something. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so you win. Oh, we got it. But, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't believe in a soul. I do not believe in a soul. Not in the sense that we think of it. Like, I don't think there's an invisible ghost part of you that looks like you. Mm-hmm. That's when your body's dead is like, well, now here I'm walking in. Seven the- grams? I don't think that okay. at all. And I'll tell you, I've had, I've held my dad's hand when he died he didn't see shit my annie maxine had a new you don't know what he saw oh he didn't say that he said he seen shit all right you're right you're right but he didn't say anything he was like oh all right oh mama (laughs) is that you mama right 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 and i my annie maxine had a near-death experience like her heart stopped Uh and we're talking like 30 years ago when there was real near-death experiences. Not like the superficial ayahuasca bullshit today. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. And she said that Jesus came in a big spaceship over the hospital and beamed her up. And... What? Yes. And she she swore by it. Okay. She, I mean, the woman died. Right. It's an old woman. Why would she lie about that? Why would she make that up? She would uh, Jesus freak her entire life. Right. There's no spaceship in the Bible. She wouldn't make that. Right, right, right. Right? She died. That would be like talking shit about her. Like, right. 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 And it didn't even phase her. And her, my grandpa, Jack, Cactus Jack, yeah. he. Worth three billion, yeah. Hated that story, even though that was her story, because he was a fucking foot washing Baptist Christian. Right. All right. And right. he heard his, his spaceship story and he would go crazy. But she was a Jesus lover her whole life. Yes. She didn't talk about the spaceships until that, right? Until right. then. And she that, said, well. Jesus Jesus showed up in a spaceship, beamed her up, and he said, he looked out and said, if you want to come, you can come. And she said she reached up and touched the hem of his garb. Mm. And it felt good. Yeah, that's what she said. Hem of the garb. They knew what hems were back then. Mm. It, was, it was real sewing. None of this superficial <laughs> shit today. <laughs> and then she thought about the rest of her family, including my Annie Gloria, who was a slow adult. <laughs> That's a true story. Was she alive at the time? Or yeah. Oh, she's okay. slow. She's slow. Okay. Slow to everything. So slow she was slow to die. She couldn't right. get left behind like that. She yeah. needed to go back and take and care of him. Annie Maxine said, nope. And then Jesus said, all right, go back down. Go and back down and help him. And woke up out of there. 
And then, you know what? My Anna Maxine stayed married to Uncle Ray. And Annie Gloria, uh, she helped take care of Annie Gloria. And then blah, 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 blah. So, so what I'm saying is, is like I've seen just personally a lot of near-death experience stuff. And that's such a varied category. There's so much variation that I'm not sure what to make of it. On the one hand, it could legitimately be true, mm-hmm. right? And then on the other hand, it could just be tricks the mind plays on you at that time. But I'm not going to say whether I know one way or the other. You right, got your right, experience. Right, I'm not right, going to say right. that. But I'm saying from my perspective. And when I think about my, well, so we've already talked about that. I probably really haven't embraced my death in a real way. Right. Right. So I can't really say like. I can be honest, like, oh, I'm not gonna, I, you know, we're really gonna wink at. It might be when it's a real thing in my mind. I might then start thinking about, well, maybe there's multiple lives. But I can say this: I've never felt that I ever had any prior experience. Mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. I do believe in reincarnation to the extent that the material that we're made up of doesn't just disappear; it goes on to be part of anything. So right. the bacteria that eats me and all this other bullshit, right? Okay. I do think it's possible that objects, immaterial stuff, can have consciousness. I do believe that. Why? Because none of us is made up of anything that isn't in the universe. And when we look at all these gases and all this other shit, we think like, oh, well, you know, um, that's something that doesn't have any consciousness or any thought. Mm -hmm. It's an object. It's a thing. It's a thing. But for whatever reason, when you layer the chemicals in a certain sort of way that it makes a human, mm-hmm. it has a consciousness. Mm-hmm. So that means that there must be some kind of potential for consciousness in inert matter. Mm-hmm. Has to be. It's alive, isn't it? It could be. Our definitions of aliveness and death are still somewhat like primitive. So I'm not sure. But yeah, because you don't see it moving. This couch is alive right here. Right. So is this phone. All right. Right. And then maybe there's levels to it. Right. Okay. Right. So so when you die. Dog. Human. So when you say when you die, you might get that sense of waking up from a dream and realizing like, ah, shit, it was this, all this stuff was all, all along. It was always there. Right. I don't, I think that is possible. If inert material matter has the potential for consciousness, when you die, those levels of consciousness might become aware to you at that time. And you might be like, oh, yeah, okay, right. so this really is what's going on. But, you know, do I think that there's a heaven where the streets are paved with gold? No. Do I think that I will think of myself as Chumahan? No, I don't. Right, right, right. But you don't believe in a soul, you said. Right, I don't believe in a soul. I don't so believe. So what do you believe it to be? Or I, believe, believe I believe it to be an a, um, accumulation of matter, energy. Okay. So, like... In the same way that you can say, like, there's an American, mm-hmm. and you look at the nation, and it's, a, it's an aggregate of individual pieces. Mm-hmm. You got a little government, you got the people, you got commerce, you got all this other stuff, right? When you drill down individually on each of those little pieces, they seem separate, and they reveal themselves as individual. But when you amass them all together, you can say, ah, that is America. Does that mean America has a soul? No. It's an aggregate of all those pieces coming together. Human being, all all multicellular animals, I believe, plants included, operate in the same way. That it is a aggregate of of a lot of cells. Because when you think about it, the at the end of the day, when you really think about life, right? What we call life, it's a really weird irrational fucking thing why on earth and they can't really explain it no one doubts evolution so okay fine i agree that's a description of how things got up to this point but nobody can really understand why would it be that the earth when it was just oceans and it had chemicals in it why would it be that at some point the chemicals decided to get together and make the first cellular organism like like, that would have been before food. Like, you, you think about that. They, they go, well, there was this primordial soup. The best of these fucking guys. Soup. That's what they can come up with. Yeah. It was like some kind of broth, right? 
And there was a time for sure there, and I believe it, there's no life as we understand it. There's just chemicals floating around, bumping into each other. Why would they all of a sudden come together to make the first cell or virus or gene? Why? For what purpose? Yeah, they were fine two minutes ago. There's no need. And then you start getting, so far as we can understand... These like little amoebas, right? Mm-hmm. Which are actually kind of complex when you look mm-hmm. at them, right? Mm-hmm. They have fucking little organs and they're fucking blobular and they're going around punching each other. Now they're starting to eat each other, right? It's weird. Why? I don't know. Right. So what's so when you go down that page? Go ahead. You, that doesn't seem right to you. It, it doesn't, doesn't make se- sense. It doesn't seem right or make sense under our traditional beliefs. Thing. Well. <sighs> Our traditional thinking about what has purpose. Reason. Or purpose, right? right? So I think at the heart of it is the human, I think is the basic human question that leads to violence, actually. It leads to bloodshed and violence, which is, what is the purpose of this fucking life? Like, really, what's the goddamn purpose? And I think every human, in a way that other organisms don't have to contend with, every human has to contend with the boring, day-to-day slings and arrows of life. And if you exist at that level, like at that basic level, and you don't have a passion, and you don't have like mm-hmm. a reason that makes life worth living, like man's man's meaning or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. that that. Right, 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 right. We need to do a special talk about that book more. Yeah, I think that if you can't figure out what that is, if that if you don't have that being satisfied, it leads to a level of frustration that could lead to mass murder, serial killers, all I, that I, shit. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say this is what I'm not gonna say this is what I experienced, but I'm gonna say. This is how wrong, when I tell you, I kind of, I can't form what I saw, I can't tell you what I saw, but that it was like that aha moment, right? right? It's something kind of like this. What if you find out that you're the only one in this life? (laughs) This is all one big mental This is all, I'm not even really, I'm a projection of you. Sure. What if when you walk out the door, you think there's a street out there, but there's nothing really out there until you go out there and see it. Absolutely. And that's a philosophical <laughs> position in that's tradition that's been held up. Bro, sure. to me, it's I'm not saying that is, but it's almost like that aha moment that I experienced. It was almost like I created it all. Right. Like that's how off I was. Right. I, well, I fell so into it, but in reality, it was all... It's almost like that. That's that's what I think I'm in for when I leave this planet. Well, that so, type of a fucking religion. So at, at that level, right? At that level. So that's a position that philosophers over eons has occupied and said like, yeah, what if none of this exists except because I'm projecting it out? Right. Right. And there have been massive debates about it because somewhere inherently we also kind of know, well, that's, I mean, it's possible. And that's the trouble with what they call subjectivity. Subjectivity meaning my experience in my, in my person, right? How I'm viewing everything. Mm-hmm. One of the inherent difficulties of subjectivity is that you don't really have many assurances that this whole thing isn't fucking made up. You don't. Right. But, you, but at some point you get hungry. At some point you got to take a shit. So it doesn't matter. You might be making that up, but it doesn't matter. Because at some point you got to go out and get a fucking ham sandwich. Right, so you can count all the fucking angels on the head of a pin. Doesn't fucking matter. You're gonna have to wipe your ass at some point. But also in that, right, is then the next level of discourse on that is okay. No, there is something out there, right? I'm not making it completely up, uh-huh. but I am making up the film over, over what's it. out there. Right? Oh, right. And right. That, They're against me. They're with me. Like exactly. Those types of. This is a bad thing. This is a, a good, good thing. thing. They're all blacks and the this. And right. 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 You're, right. you're painting the picture now. And I think what you see, 
I think I that, believe that's real. Oh, that's, that's like somebody walking out and saying, "Dude, it's fucked up outside," and you're like, "Dude, it's fucking cloudy. I love the fucking rain." Oh, or right. blue eyes, right? Right. So the thing of it is, is I think at that level, right? At that level, I think that it is. I don't want to use the word immature, but I'll say that to think that you're the only one thinking and you've created the whole thing will lead to madness. Of <laughs> Good. Yeah, absolutely. Or what you would consider madness. But I think it's a little bit more refined to realize, no, there probably is something out there because there's a lot I don't control. Uh-huh. But how it looks Oops. to me, right? Right. That is being projected by me. And I, and I, and I agree with that. I agree with what you're saying too. Right. You know. Right. Be a little bit much for it though. But then again too, bro, you know, we sit here and we look at fucking homeless people that are talking to themselves and we think they're crazy, bro. And you don't know. Well, well, well. So the issue with that is is that that's when we get into defining terms where you're like, okay, crazy in the sense of what they're projecting is not matching up, up with enough exactly with what's what out that? there. Right. Right. That doesn't make something right, though. Right. So this is what I'm saying. Psychoanalysis, the refined version of Mm. psychoanalysis that Lacan brought along, is actually dealing with that. They're saying that someone who's homeless, that's sputtering and acting weird, right? That person is not crazy in the sense that they don't know what they're thinking, but there's a too much of a gap between their subjective experience and the reality that's out there. And like right now I'm studying epigenetics, which is all about this sort of like primitive common approach concept that like, oh, my genetics determine who I am. Mm. For the people that actually are in real genetic research, that's like, that's just like old old news. That's like that's like what a third grader thinks. Mm. The reality is they know that there's so much of your genes that are suppressed and others that are played due to environmental factors and hereditary factors. Almost like a giant keyboard. Like your genetic machinery contains way more information than you need. Right? And so how does the same cell make a heart cell? How does that same cell then also make a stomach cell? How does that same fucking but how does that work since every single cell has all the information it needs in it? Mm-hmm. Epigenetics, because there are environmental factors, chemical codes, and all this other stuff that's got Quincy Jones playing certain chords on the genes that give rise to, okay, we're only gonna be liver cells right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. That goes even into the genetics for addiction that goes into even the genetics for all this other shit. And the idea being that it's a more complex problem about how a human is made than just understanding the ingredients and the fucking instructions. Right. Way more complex. But that's the same thing as saying we know how the electricity turns that light on. But we don't know. Right. We don't really know. We right. know how it, but we don't know right. where the fuck that's from or how that. Right? right. But the issue of it then becomes, so at that level, right, at that level then. So this is what I'm saying. As you're growing up, and, and this is what Lacan also is talking about. Like Lacan, junior high Lacan? <laughs> Jacques Lacan, Lacanian mm-hmm. psychoanalysis, is to try to ascertain the mental model and the analogies and the substitutes because that a uh, quote-unquote crazy or a normal person he from Lacan's perspective a normal person is also crazy mm-hmm. it's just that their mental imagery and projections are closer aligned to what seems to be either one common agreement mm-hmm. by everyone else and or what the world is presenting back to you. And at the end of the day, nobody still, with all the fucking laser beams and all that fucking bullshit, nobody really knows how a person arrives at how they are. Yeah. Agreed. And I would say that based on all that, we may be seeing the violence and the problems because, you know, even in 1920, people were like starting to get kind of worried about the level of like meaningless violence that was starting to occur 
around the world in civilization. It was like while we were making these like scientific discoveries that were supposed to make life easier and it did, somehow people became weirdly more violent. Mass shootings, fucking serial killers, that guy over the fucking Chicago fair with that crazy fun house where he was like piping poison gas into women's bedrooms and shit. Like weird shit, right? And so uh, one of the things that... um, I started reading this book by Eric Fromm called... um, What the fuck is it called? But it's all about trying to understand why is there a necrophiliac why are there sadomasochists like how is that what is that why would somebody want to fuck a dead body right what is that what is and one of the things that freud started to contend with and everyone since freud has tried to figure out is what is this yeah we know we want to have sex and we know we want to survive yet there's also a parallel impulse in humans to destroy shit themselves or the outside world what the fuck is that if its evolution is supposed to be about like everyone survives and stuff, why are we compelled to do self-destructive things? Addiction, right? Why? And the answer uh, is not easily forthcoming other than, at least from Eric Fromm's standpoint, it has to do with being human is more than just taking care of life's basic needs. Being human requires also that some sense of meaning or passion or purpose is being fed. So if you're one of these chuckle fucks who doesn't think deeply and is stuck in a superficial cesspool, mm-hmm. right? And you're being fed like a false or a pseudo-Christian narrative about masturbation's bad, mm-hmm. right? Stop, f- stop fapping. Stop that fapping, right? And then you're going to like... Every once in a while, slipping and going to like one of these Asian, uh, you know, rub and tug places. Right, like right? the owner of the fucking. And right. then, and then, and then, all of a sudden, you snap and think that you're in a spiritual war, and you've got to go in and kill all of these m- nice massage oh, ladies, right? Right? Yeah, right, 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 right. From Eric Franz's perspective, it's because something of meaning and passion is actually lacking, and what's creating that sense of meaning is this destruction, that you are in a war, that you are in a battle. And a lot of people who are into trying to control lots of groups of people are trying to grab as many of these superficial idiots and then give them a meaning that serves their purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get a guy like Giuliani running around, jacking off, all that other bullshit. Right. Thank you. Powerful John. shit, man. Very powerful. Hey, Thank when you. he starts bringing Lacan into the conversation, bro, you get right. <laughs> over. Listen, man, um, I want to give a big shout out to Lacan. Yeah, Lacan. Lacan, all of the work you do. Le the work Cunt. you did. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Neil Walsh and Conversations with God. I love that book. Yeah, Neil Walsh, baby. Neil Walsh, baby. Um, shout out to the Soul Assassins, uh, Supermax Hardware, and uh, Vibes and Cookies, and our sponsors uh, like uh, Enzo's Pizzeria and Pulpo Beard Oil. Just want to thank all of you guys, man. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm going to pass it over to Shorts. Uh, give a shout out to uh, my wife, Megan. My mother, city of Santa Monica, uh, you know, Pico Youth and Family Center once again coming yes. through. Yeah. And uh, doing it. Come on, coming through. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Had to get acrobatic on uh, on the gate. Anyways, that's it. Bro, let me just say something. Go Schwartz. Ahead. You got to work on your intro, bro. Uh. You need like a little spiel in the beginning, right? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, you can't hey, say, hey, wait, up, wait, guys? stop the presses. Hey, Sean, he was thinking about that. He was thinking about that? Yeah, he was thinking Fucking about dick. that. We opened the show and he's like, eh, yeah. Hey, guys, what's up? All right. Let's get like something. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to work on that. All right. Self-promotion, I guess. Hey, bro, I don't, I'm not trying to say anything crazy, but when old but Blue Eyes do. tells you <laughs> you got to work on an intro, right? that's saying something. Okay. Yeah. Point taken. Sean at movemental.media. Um, website coming soon. It's it, you. You can go on there now if you want to check out uh, work in progress. But 
website coming soon. All right. For all your audio needs. Oh. All your audio needs. Hardluckshow.com, 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 motherfucker. Go there. Blog post. Big Steve, insight into his world. Burner, what's important, what he's learned. Fucking hear some weird shit that old Blue Eyes discovered from fucking King Simon. Here, fucking Schwartz is going to tell a story about something. I can't even remember. He hasn't even sent it to me yet. Guy's working on like fucking 30% energy power. We need to fucking fill you up with some real food, homie. That's what's got to happen. All this coffee is not doing it. All right, here we go. Uh, Ovanda Bowen, LLP. We wear braids to court. Let Tomahawks fly. Best legal representation money can buy. And I'm not going to fucking drain your fucking bank account on some shit that ain't going to work. I'll tell you straight off the bat, yeah, that ain't going to work. All right, and let me tell you something else, motherfucker. Adios. Amigos from... I'm like, shit, I might, it's like Twilight Zone. I might go in and might not come out, so you know. <laughs> <laughs>